Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It is episode 45 today. I'm being joined by three lovely co-hosts. We've got Madeline, Dad and Carl. How are we all doing? All very good, thank you. Thank you. That's what we like to hear. And talking of three, we've had three games this past week and we have won three games. One absolutely fabulous start to the Christmas period it has been. And that's what we were talking about last week. That's what we wanted. And that's what we've got. So we're going to dive straight back into it. And we're going to go all the way back to last week now. And West Ham at home. Um, Carl, let's start with you. Perhaps the most impressive performance of the season so far. I'd say so. It was a really, uh, you know, all round very good performance. Um couldn't really knock anyone on the pitch, could you really? I'm trying to think if there was anyone that it was dreadful. Party wasn't. I don't know, I'm picking holes now, you know, but Party weren't perfect. But elsewhere, they were, they were all sort of a load of sevens, eights, and nines out of ten, weren't it? You know, it's great. It was um, yeah, as a as a team performance against a what have been a decent team all season. Um, we pushed them back. Declan Rice ended up basically playing sweeper to get the ball, didn't he, really? You know, it's quite, it's just impressive all round. Nice to win so, um, in such a controlled way. Yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on. I think controlled is actually a very good word for it. Um, Dad, for you, that what, what did you make of it? Obviously, not 2-0 on on paper, maybe doesn't look like the most comfortable of games, but it was. It was very, as Carl said, very controlled from us from start to finish. Yeah, it was. I mean, we had a. I thought the the first forty five minutes we were really, really good. Um, they did come back a bit in the second half, but I'm I'm with Carl in the context of that's a tricky game, and I think they're a good. I've said. I think they're a good team, West Ham. But they didn't really have a didn't really have much of an effort on goal at all. So yeah, I'm happy with things like that. It was old style Arsenal. Get in front, control the game. Probably actually deserved more than than we got yeah. out of it. Yeah. And I go back to one, one of my immortal comments, quite unusual, because they weren't all lining up to kick Saka. So, yeah, go on, Mads. What, what do you want? How I enjoyed the game, I had a great time. Thoroughly enjoyed. Um, no, I did. I said to Matthew, I thought it was my favourite performance of the season. Um just every time we went forward we looked like we were going to do something which at times we've been missing um get on to individuals in a minute but no I thought as an all-round team performance it was really good front to back um couldn't couldn't really fault it to be honest so yeah very happy and before we do get on to individuals, an individual that didn't start, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about sort of struggling without Smith Rowe, but we we haven't the the last few games. 
even though obviously he did make an impact. Yeah, you know, he's my favourite, as I think I've said before. But you know, it, it's he's getting a bit of air, he's getting a bit of time, and and I think for the for the good of the team, it, it, it's excellent. You know, it, it gives us a bit more. You know, we've got an option off the bench, no matter who it is now out of them four, if you like, uh, and the options at the moment are working. They're working on the pitch and they're working off the bench. Um, now, I'll point out that they didn't work against Everton, you know, but uh, I'm not that great against Man, Man United. I can't remember who played against Man United now, but uh, yeah, so it, it don't always work, but um, it has done in them ones, in these ones. Yeah, and against West Ham, it works incredibly well. And Madeleine, uh, two lovely goals as well, especially the first one. Yeah, um, I think uh, just remind just remind Thierry Henry esque one. That one, um, really good finish from Gabby. Um, I can't. Did Lacazette play the ball? Yeah, good ball from Lacazette as well. I thought all round he he played really well, linked the play really well against West Ham. Um, and yeah, good good finish from Gabby, a very confident finish and a sign of him being back to the Martinelli we've seen before. So yeah, good, good goal. And then the second one, just one, a fantastic ball from Xhaka. And two, I thought he'd nearly chucked away his chance when he got stuck under his feet, but the the dink over the keeper was just rude and, quite frankly, probably uncalled for. But, no, really nice. Two really nice finishes from Martinelli. Um, I thought, I think his development in recent weeks, probably not enough credit to Arteta has gone, but... Um, yeah, like Carl said, if you can have the four of them clicking and you can take bring some in, take some out, it just makes it all a lot easier, really. And obviously, Martin, he had that big injury, didn't look the same for a while. Can you could you see that confidence come back, Dad? And can you see the sort of player we thought we had two years ago? Yeah, in the last few weeks, I mean. That the goal he scored against Newcastle, Cole, and where he's sort of half followed it, I think over the keeper. Obviously, that's done him the world of good, and and then he's gone on and he's what's he? Has he scored three now, four now? I can't remember. But obviously, the confidence you could never fault his effort, but. He must be horrible to play against, by the way, because he never stops running. And I sort of no, laugh. Like Duracell up his backside, and he? he just keeps yeah. on running, doesn't he? He's uh, unbelievable. But he does he does things at absolute pace, and when he runs at someone, he he's properly running at them. So you 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 got a bloke who's never going to leave you alone. If the keeper's rolling out towards the back, he's going to come and chase you down. And then if we break from deeper he's 
he's going at you at a lick. Then you then you add in a bit of confidence because he scored a few goals, and all of a sudden, yeah, he looks he looks what we saw before he got injured, which was whenever it was, I can't remember. Eighteen months or years, eighteen months ago. So, yeah, it's quite from that point of view, really good. He looks. He looks a player, and the, and the finish, as Madeline said, you know, a bit a bit of a Thierry touch to it, but yeah, it's good to see he's he's looking fit, which it's so hard to come back and play at that level. He's he's then he went to the, he went to the Olympics, didn't he, Madeline? Um, got chucked in the side because we didn't have anybody else available early on in the season and he wasn't I don't think he was fit and he's obviously worked on his fitness probably right there's probably a bit of credit to Arteta he's obviously got people working with him and yeah looks look quite good yeah he's just his his attitude's always so good I, I mean I'm jumping ahead here but I was sitting there yesterday with Madeline and He's tried to jump for a header with some bloke that's two foot taller than him but when we're falling up and I'm going, no, don't do that. You'd get yourself injured. But just, just the, his attitude never ceases to amaze me and it's the the crowd always gets him on side as well, which is so good to see, just like it does with Smith, Rowe and Saka. Yeah, he was and, chasing uh, back in that, sorry, he was chasing back in that West Ham game defensively. Uh, really put in the shift, and that was uh, I, I, I can't remember we won the ball back off of. Uh, I might be Declan Rice. I was Declan Rice. He actually chased him down and won the ball back off him, which I thought was full credit to him for doing that. And it just it, it, it's again the youngsters setting the example. Well, most of the youngsters now, but you know it is great. It's a good attitude. It's lovely. And Dad, for you, Lacazette, obviously, we'd had the captain nonsense that we addressed last week. He came in, was captain, and he did lead lead by example, everything you'd want from a from your captain. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, it, there's four of us sitting on a call. Everybody goes, wants, wants their team to play youngsters. Everybody wants their team to play youngsters that have come through their youth team. Somewhere you do need a couple of older heads. Now I'm not. I'm, I'm far from saying Lacazette's the long-term answer to the captaincy, but I think you need you need Lacazette. And in the last couple of games, I, I thought he was really, really good. He's working hard. And, you know, you you probably want a bit more end result from him, but the rest of his game is so good, and he. He does, I think he links the play a lot better. And they seem, I would say they seem to play off him. It's quite, if you, if you watch it, and again, it's hard on the telly when you watch it, but if, if you look, whether it's Odegaard, whether it's Smith Rowe, or whether it's Saka, especially, and then Martinelli now as well, they seem to play off him. He he comes a bit deeper, picks the ball, and then they're picking the ball off of off of him and running from deep. So quite interesting. 
And for you, Dad, uh, Carl, you're, you're one of your favourites, Tommy Asu against West Ham again, absolutely superb. It's fantastic. I mean, uh, he didn't start off as one of my favourites, did he? I mean, you know, I was like, mm, bit of Bowie, bit of Bowie-esque, I was saying, and absolute nonsense. He's He's been fantastic. Honestly, again, he just gets forward so well defensively. He's really sound. He's so, you know, he's he's, he's not he's not small, is he? He's not. He's he's a tall right back, like yourself, Matthew. He's a tall right back, yeah. Uh, and he's good in the air. I hope I'm not a right back. That's for sure. <laughs> he, he's good in the air. He, you know, apparently he has played centre back before, but he, he, you can see he's good in the air. He's got a great first touch, and he he gets forward and supports whoever the right-sided player is, and, and you know, generally for him, it's been Saka. Um, there, is a, there, there is a good relationship built there. And his passing's neat. It's just, you know, a couple of games he sort of, he looked a bit shocked by, but he seems to have got the, uh, he's got the gist of the game in the Premiership now, and he realised that when when someone, when Harry Kane comes in, it ain't going to be a red card. So he's, he, he's, he's on the lookout for them type of tackles now, it appears, and he, he knows how to ride them. And, um, yeah, he's he's just so impressive, impressive on the ball. Um, yeah, it's great. It is so good to be an Arsenal fan at the moment. It's been a long time. And Cole, quickly before before we move on, because we've got quite a few games to get through, we've all talked and discussed um, Mr. Taylor's performance against the the West Ham. Um, Okay, well, I'm going to really see where this is going to go. There's a there's a penalty and a red card in there. And just the, the general performance, because I know you'll have a conversation well, at the referee. I mean, we got the benefit. We've, we've had the benefit from Mr. Taylor a few times of some some um, decisions. Two cup finals, I th- which he got right, in my opinion, both of them, against Chelsea, hilariously. <laughs> um, and they'll never forgive him for it. I mean, but he's got so many wrong against us in the past that uh, they do they do um, more than balance themselves out. But it, it, that was a bad decision. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a. Uh, if it was a foul, is it a yellow card? Is the first one a yellow card? You know, the, the, I just think there's got to be a bit of common sense sometimes, and 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 there there isn't. I mean, he's given he's given that, and then you see at the weekend, um, uh, the little fella at uh, Newcastle, his name escapes me at the moment, Scottish fella, Ryan Fraser, Rich. Ryan yeah, Fraser. Fraser. I mean, good grief! I mean, he's taken out by the keeper, and the answer is by VAR. Well, actually, he wasn't going to get the ball. Oh, that's all right. And I'll punch him in the punch him in the face next time. It's just ridiculous argument. It's 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 a it's a penalty. You see the one with Harry Kane. It's a red card. It's not even it's not even arguable. It's not even an argument there. It's a red card. Uh, if that's if if that's a yellow card, then that's probably just a red card because, quite frankly, Kane's had more danger involved in it. Robinson's tackle, which was appalling, nonetheless, and was still a, an obvious red card. But you go back to, was it McCarthy on Saka earlier on the season, which was a similar one. It was a red card. And Mike Dean had seen it. So therefore, no, I don't need VAR telling me to go and look at the screen. I've seen it. You're an idiot, Mike Dean. You need to be sacked off, along with a number of others. They're bloody awful. 
And then it's no good everyone going, well, we think they need to look at it again, because we know what's going to happen next weekend. There'll be a red card for someone coughing at someone, because that's <laughs> what they do. They, they they go from violent extremes of, we'll let them walk on the, on the pitch with Stanley knives, to the following week, like, if you ain't got your tutu on, you're going to get a red card. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely appalling. Piss poor refereeing again. Sorry, ran over. My, my weekly rant on referees is over. <laughs> well, let, more let's restrain than I thought. Let, let us know if there's any more as we get into the other games that you want to discuss, Carl. Um, but yeah, after that, we again, the last week we were talking that it would be the most Arsenal thing if we were to beat West Ham and then go and lose to Leeds in away from home um that was on the saturday evening and we won that as well um and uh, if anything that might have been even easier even though we we might not have played as well i think we did in the first half yeah. first half i thought we played really well i think most teams would have had difficulty against us Leeds at the moment have got a number of injuries and I appreciate that Phillips is is a really, really good player and, and Banford does a job for them. They're the two key ones for them. But we did play well. We closed them down well. Every single pass in that first half came off. I mean, the, the pass by Jacker that Madeline mentioned for Martinelli was just, just first class. It was great. Uh, Odegaard throughout the game just... I mean, he, he was he was pretty dominant against West Ham, but that was another level up. He's, he, he's he's going up a level all the time now as he's getting more game minutes. I was more than happy. I thought we took the foot off the the throat, if you like, in the uh, in the second half until they scored, and then we we decided to step it up again. No, I, I, I don't like that, and that's something we've done for a while now. But apart from that, you, you can't knock that performance. I won't talk about Mariner's refereeing because I thought Mariner actually refereed it quite well. Just want to point that out. This is a bit of balance. He got a bit of stick for the Jackal one, which was a yellow card, but he had the foul. If he'd have had hindsight and if the VAR worked properly, he would have got a yellow card. VAR should be able to give a yellow card for that. He should be able to say, that's a yellow card, mate, and a free kick because it was a serious foul. But that aside, I just want to point out, Mariner had a really good game in that match and got pretty much every decision right. Yeah. And on with you. Jacker probably should have got a yellow. I don't think it was any more than a yellow. And uh, was it Geldhard from Leeds? Yeah, got a yeah. yellow as well. It's a very similar type of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, and on with Carl, Hoodyguard, different level, absolutely fantastic. Mr. Martinelli in front of goal again. Hey, great wording. Yeah, very good. Go on, Mads. No, I'm a bit. I'm a bit like Carl. I was a bit annoyed when we took our foot off the gas because 
I don't know, we sort of let them come back into it and that was a bit annoying. Um, and, you know, as much as Leeds at the moment are quite poor, you can't really afford to do that in games because if you get in the habit of it, which we seem to have done, you're going to do it in those games that might be one a bit closer or two. If you let them have one chance, they'll get two, they'll get three. Um, and then you're looking at you've thrown away a 3 0 win. Um, so, but on the, on the whole, I thought it was a really good performance. It's as bad as they are, still not an easy place to go because their fans were right up for it. I thought we did a really good job of shutting them all up. Um, and again, the youngsters were just another level. Odegaard was another level. Um, so defensively, bar Ben White's mild moment of madness, which, as I said to Dad, I prefer he does it in that game when we're three nil up than he does it when we're one nil up against someone. Um, I thought all round it was a really good performance and one that was needed to actually try and get some consistency after the West Ham game because. It wasn't just a win, it was a similar performance and a similar level that I think were, um, were important to try and carry some momentum into into Christmas. And more importantly, I think they've been away from home. Away from home, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would always say Leeds, Leeds away is, no matter what side, the, the crowd, when they're at home, are, they're up there, aren't they? Well... I, I, what Madeline said, I, I thought they were immense. Their crowd, just just immense. They're they're four one down, and they're all getting behind their team. And I just thought that's pretty good. You know, they 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 obviously still appreciate where what's happened to them over the last twenty years. How long it is or more, twenty five years, whatever it is. How long it's taken to come back to where they are, and that there's a bit of patience required when you've got a load of kids playing. I thought they were fantastic. To be honest, I don't think I don't think there's any other crowd that would do that. I don't think. Can't think of one that would stick behind their their team and their four one down and still be singing. Uh, Sunderland, the maybe. Well, no, they're, they're probably used to it. Actually. <laughs> That's a good result for them, four one. Um, for you, Dad, how, how nice is it to see Leeds? Um, West Ham, uh, Southampton before that, three games in a row, unchanged team. And not only in terms of the fact that we're actually not getting injuries for a change, but the fact it doesn't have to be, team doesn't have to be selected and changed around and tinkered with. So if you're, you know, me, you, Carl, all of us, you've watched and you've thought, Sometimes you do need to change people. The the back, I'm going to call it the back five, the keeper, the two centre halves, Tierney who's come back in, and then Tommy. You know you you've got an understanding, and Carl, Carl and I are old, and remember, you know George Graham didn't swap players around. He got a back four, back five working together all the time. And occasionally someone would be, if they were injured, they'd be out of the side. 
then they'd come back in. And I think once you start getting a bit of consistency, which might be the advantage of not being in Europe this year, you you start to get a bit of understanding in there. We did, whether whether we you you like it or not, we brought six players in in the summer. And now Odegaard, you could say hmm, he was already there. Whichever way, you you've brought five six players in. Somehow you've got to build an understanding as a team. Arteta's clearly got a way he wants the side to play. He wants them to play out of the back. And the only way you're going to do it is by having the same players. Now, whether I thought Xhaka should have come straight back in the side from his injury, I, I, I thought Samba... Sambi was quite unlucky to be dropped. But maybe there's other things you and I and we don't see. You know, maybe he's Arteta's going, just take him out of the firing line for a couple of weeks, let him get his energy back because he's new to the Premier League. But generally, nice to see the same team. Um, I can't remember the last time Xhaka got to about this far in a season without... Tim Bookins, he's only been sent off once, so what can I say? And he was injured for about three months. Indeed. And for you, Carl, that, um, again, that keeping the same same team, same 11, no changes, just makes it much easier and much less guessing as well. Yeah, that's right about the defence. It does. It, I've said this before about it. It does think more of George Graham than Arsene Wenger. Uh, the way he's building the team in, in in that way, not in terms of the style, in terms of just the the youth uh, element of it, and uh, and that the, and the drills and everything. And um, yeah, it, it it does work. I mean, Rob dropped out as well on on occasion when needed. Um, um, I, 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 yeah, I think I think Xhaka shouldn't have come back in. This is the thing your dad does as well, but but you you can see why he comes back in because he's 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 so good at getting the ball and distributing it. It's it's just yeah, he'll think he's just one incident away from a red card. I mean, the one he'd done where he should have got a yellow card, it was not that far away from. Being worse, but yeah, yeah, you got. I, I, I like the settled team. I'd like to see him, him get Smith Rowe in there, but he, he, it's just horses with courses. This, there's bound to be rotation coming up in the next couple of games. You would you have thought, um, and with this virus going about, there's going to be just natural rotation because of that as well, because um, because we don't get games suspended unlike others. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it's nice to have a settled team. It's the first time I don't remember us having a settled team at all last season. No, um, he pretty much uh, rolled it around. He's now settled on on the on the team because of injury initially. I think it was Smith Rowe got injured, and he, and, he, and he's and he's sticking with it. But Smith Rowe will get back in because he's absolute quality. And um, but at the moment, the people in front of him. Are also absolute quality. It is very strange when you look at it. About this time last year, 
we're not, obviously we're about coming up to a year since we played Chelsea and it started to change a little bit. But a year ago today, you're looking at basically Saka being one of the only ones that's that's still in the team when you think about it, because you're looking at Leno in goal. Oh, probably Bellerin still at right back. David Luiz, Socrates in the middle. I can't remember how long Tierney was doing for injuries. Xhaka as well. But there's there's not many at all that are still a constant part of the team. So it's, it is quite incredible what, what's happened, the change in a year. To, to, to be fair, I think Lacazette was a key in that game against Chelsea if I recall correctly please correct me if I'm wrong but I thought Lacazette in that game was, was he yep. was he not playing up front and he yeah, was and it was the three good. behind Martinelli Saka and Smith Rowe behind him so um so Madeline we're now going to be in the top four at Christmas do you think that's a psychological advantage for us as a team despite obviously other teams having games in hand yeah definitely because one they've still got to win them games in hand or get points in those games in hand and two well you don't know what the hell's going to happen with the next rest of the season it could all be cut short in january and they could go it's all on points per game you don't know what's going to happen so I think having the points on the board and being able to look and go, okay, we're finally in the top four. You can't argue that we're in a top four race now. You've the West Ham game, I think, was massive psychologically in terms of you finally beating someone around you. Um, and I think it does. It then also puts the pressure on everyone else where. We've spent a lot of the season, if West Ham have dropped points, we've gone, oh, if we win this game, we go above them and we go in the top four. And we've not done it. Now everyone else has to look and go, well, we need to win that game to try and overtake them or we need to win this game to try and get back in the top four. And you're, I'm not saying we're coming any higher than fourth. I'm not even saying we're going to come fourth. They're only six points behind title challengers, Chelsea. So, situation isn't completely bleak. And they're, if they carry on the way they are, are going to get dragged into a top four race as well. Um, and things just start to... If, if there looks like there's two places to go for... I think things become a little bit less stressful and you stop doing things without thinking and without all the pressure on you. Um, But yeah, I think the psychological thing, especially not having Europe, and that should help us when last 16s, last 32s come about, um, should help us in the long run. But who knows? do you think maybe it could do that, Cole? It could almost have the opposite effect. And since the sort of the first three games we've been chasing, 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 we've now almost got to a point where we can't go any higher. Do you think it's almost easier to be chasing, looking up, that rather than looking and looking over your shoulders at teams behind you? 
I don't think we are looking over our shoulders though. That's 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 what that's that's the the advantage of uh, perhaps of youth. Um, you know, we we we've we've won. But we we was in fourth from the West Ham game and we played Leeds. Yeah, we just we just walked away with the Leeds game. The West Ham game was a pressure point because that was who's going to be fourth, and we went above them because of that. I think I think that was when we went above them. Um, so there's, uh, I know. No, I think um, credit to Arteta on this one. He's 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 done some good stuff, and I don't think negativity will seep into that team. They're too young. They're too young. If you get a bad run of results, then you need to pick them up. But we've just had that. We had two naff results against Everton and Man United against two teams. Quite frankly, we should have beaten because Man United were there for the taking. I don't think it's a bad, they're good players at Man United, but it's not a great team at the moment. That might change over the next um, 18 games. But our target this year, realistically, was top six. Realistically. And it still is, you've got to say, it's still, are we in the battle for top six? Yeah. Have we been in the battle since the start of the season? No. First three games we was written off as relegation followed by, by um, the, the, the soppy fellas in the mainstream media. Um, so we're in the top four, we're battling for the top six. If a top four place becomes available because of that, well, that's a bonus. I would say that's a bonus. But this team that we've got is only going to get better. No matter. It, it, it's just so young. It's only going to get better. This is a really nice time to be an Arsenal fan. The nicest time probably in, 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 in Matthew and Madden's in your time. This is probably the nicest time you've had because you can see it. Me and Kev, as I say, we've said before, this does look like 86, you know, 1986, which is way before your times. But um, it's got that feel of a, of a George Graham. He's building a, a squad of young players and, it, and it's he's future-proofing it. Um, that all went wrong in the end, but that was six, seven years later, or even longer than that, you know. So um, let's 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 hope this continues with Arteta, because um, there won't there won't be the longevity. I wouldn't have thought that uh, George Graham or Arsene Wenger had, but um, it, it it looks like all the way through the club, they kind of got it right. And I'm sort of, I'm hedging my bets a little bit because if it goes pear shape, I'll be the first one to shout in next week. But it does look like Mertesack has got it right. Edu has taken so much flack. I mean, you know, okay, you can have a look at for every Willian. For every Willian, there's a Martinelli, if you like, or 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 um, or uh, a White or a Gabriel. Who's talking about Saliba now? No one. I was talking about so I thought he didn't play the other week. Don't know why, but no um, one's talking about it. Though he might be brilliant, but everyone's looking at what we've got now, and everyone's appreciative of what we got. And I've, I think it's great. It's just one of them moments. Live in the moment. It's going to be enjoyable. I think. <laughs> it's a, it's a good shout. I mean, again, looking at last year. We, we had Willian coming out earlier. Oh, 
I wanted to leave after three weeks or whatever it was. It just shows now you look at the the desire you get from the likes of Martinelli and Smith-Rowe, it is almost unbelievable what it's a year ago. And to be honest, I'd forgotten Willian existed or even played for us. So I've blocked out my memory, but there you go. So just... Um, Dad, is it what Kyle says? Is it the the fearlessness that that yeah, works in our advantage? I I think I'm sort of with Kyle, you know. And I've said about Martinelli earlier, he works so hard. But but if you're a defender and you got someone like him running at you with real, um, and I'm talking real pace, it's a problem. You you you've got a team, and admittedly they did have two real poor performances, displays, results. What I would say is you've got you, you, I'm going to say Smith Rowe, even though he's not in the side at, at the moment. He's, a, he's confident. He's not badly, badly scarred with what's gone before. And I think the other thing, and it, it, it sounds a bit soppy, but if you've got a lot of young players coming through a similar age, a similar time, there's a bit of a bit of a bond in there, which you know, and I'm I'm not picking on any players, but but if you've got older players that come into a club, and and generally I'm going to say some of those more senior players that you buy are probably going to come in on, on big money. You So you've got a group of them. None of them, I don't think, are earning absolutely through the ceiling wages. And that goes all the way through from the goalkeeper, Tierney, Tommy, the two at centre-half. Then you've got Smithrow, Saka, Odegaard. He's probably on decent money because he came from Madrid. But I think he's probably quite grateful for the fact he's playing and that he's better than sitting on the bench at Madrid getting splinters in his backside. He's certainly a lot better than playing playing for Madrid when they're playing, I can't think, Don Quixote is 11 away from home because they've got an away game in Europe that week. You know, so... There's probably a bit of a feeling there, and he's a, he's a similar age again. And then you've got the other two, of, you know, the other couple that you brought in. Now, you've got Party, who's older. You've got Saka, who's older, and you've got Lacazette. You've actually only got three three players, I think, at the moment, that are over 24. Something like that. Sounds about right. And I think it's that thing of there's a bit of a mutual bond. There's no one's, a, you know, whether we all think it or not, there's no out-and-out superstar in there. So you've got probably a bit less of an ego in the team. And you get that team ethos. You know, I, I, I spoke the other week about West Ham and I said, what a good team they are. And I'm a great admirer of Declan Rice. 
but he doesn't carry on like he's a superstar. And if you look at the rest of them, Antonio's a really good player, but he he knows and he's worked his way up through to get to where he is. You've got Bowen, who did he come from Hull or somewhere like that? Yeah, you know, a reasonable amount of money, but he wasn't out of the world money. And they seem to have a bit of a team ethos, you know. And and I think that's the thing that I see slowly developing in there. On with Carl. You look at oh, that 80, 86-ish, George Graham started putting a side together, a mixture of some players brought in, but but they weren't older players, were they, Carl? And not, not the ones brought in. There was some older players there that he used and then discarded. Hmm. Yeah. And you sit and you look and you think, yeah. And there was something in there. And and it was, you know, Carl says that probably probably carried us seven years, six years. You know, and some of them stayed stayed there that little bit longer. But you, you look at it all and you think, okay, Cole used the word future-proof, and I, I think that's quite a good term because you look at them and you think, there's two or three that have come through the youth team. There's a few that could probably go somewhere else, um, whether they'd want to or not, I don't know. I mean, there must be one or two now who've, who've made all those comments about Ramsdale going, hmm, wasn't such a bad boy after all. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to put the mockers on him, though. And, and again, I, I look at Tommy, who we bought in for nine, 18, 19 million, whatever we can't remember if it was euros or pounds. Snip. But... But you're looking, okay, there might be slightly better fullbacks in in the league. You know, an out and out defender, Wambasaka's probably a better one on one defender. But Tommy's game overall, I think, is probably better. Um, but no one says anything about Manchester United spending fifty million on somebody like him. So that's just me. I think. I think there's something going on there that's quite good. But it's, ta- yeah. it's taking two years as well. Yeah, I think there's a couple of excellent points in there. I I think the... You, you, Carl's right, I think Man United are a good good sort of comparison to use. Player for player, they're probably... you probably picked seven or eight of them over ours. Would I swap Ronaldo for Martinelli at the minute no probably not because of the just how it would affect the team because we know we know what Ronaldo's like we know he's got the ego which equally we know Martinelli doesn't have that's the joy of having younger players though isn't it because because I, I lay a bet when Ronaldo started at Man United when he was, when he was 19, I think he was, something like that. I, 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 there, there wouldn't have been that ego. The Roy Kings of this world wouldn't have allowed him to have that ego. Yeah, um, that's just been built um, through the, the worship from the Portuguese, uh, the Madeirans, where he's from, obviously, um, and, and the clubs he's been at. Where he has been an absolute superstar, let's be honest about it, he was... He was, he was 
brilliant at Man United, and he went to another level uh, at Real Madrid. Uh, you know, and, he, and he's, he, you know, he, he was treated like a god, and he's may, maybe I don't know the guy, so we don't know the guy, but maybe he started acting like one. But at 20 years of age, you haven't developed in that way. You haven't developed. You're just, you're just one. You're just playing football because I mean, Martin Ellie, if he weren't playing for Arsenal and he weren't good enough to play for Arsenal, he'd be over the park playing. Yeah, because you can see he just wants to play football. And at 20 years of age, that's what you should want to do. Like it shouldn't necessarily, you know, money comes into it, but it shouldn't be all about money. I think we're seeing that with one of our other players at the moment, but that's maybe another story. I think as well, it's quite interesting. We probably had one youngster who had an ego, and our players shipped him back off to France. Yeah. Um, and I think... I always thought that the people Gwen Luzi was around would sort of sit him down and talk to him. And whether they did, apparently they did, I don't know. But it clearly didn't work. And so he got chucked out to France. And I also think the other thing is the vibe and the energy I get from this team is very similar to the one I got from the England squad in the summer. That sense of it's a young squad that's got that bit of experience throughout it but mainly when you watch them you look like you're watching a group of mates having a laugh having a kick about in a park um and there's that thing of there's a connection with the fans again and they all look like they want to be out there um in the sense that when when someone makes a mistake, you you want to find every way not to blame them. That sort of I don't know what I'd call it. Like the protectiveness that's over the likes of Saka and Smith Rowe has stretched to nearly ninety percent of that team. And I think that's something that one Arteta deserves a lot of credit for and their performances on the pitch have warranted and they definitely deserve as well and I think that's nice and something we haven't had for a very long time Yeah, yeah, I'd agree Right, Madeline, we'll stay with you um, Sunderland yesterday um, a, a strong team again, we're, it'll be with a few changes in there and another strong performance Yeah, I, I actually, I said I thought he'd go strong um, because it's just momentum. You want to try and carry on. Um, and the first half was all right. It was a bit, I think, frustrating is probably the word. Um, second half was much better. Um, some really good individual performances some not so good individual performances um but got the job done scored five goals and you can't really that you can only play who's in front of you so whatever might i think maybe professional is the word as a performance um not at any point did I ever think, oh, we're going 
throw this away. Um, and and yeah, but but what they needed to do, they definitely did. I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. It was to be fair. It was a, it was a, it was a nice night, obviously. Uh, inviting you all into the Lily's hospitality suite beforehand for for a couple of drinks <laughs> was 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 enjoyable. It was a good good night. It was a good night out. As the Carling Cup Caribou Cup, sorry, always is. It's a good night out. We we as we've we've learned not to take it too seriously, not to take it to heart. However, <clears throat> last night the players that played, they put in a shift, yeah, and sometimes. Some of the older, more experienced players haven't looked like they've wanted to be there. And this this time they did, and that was nice to see. Uh, Eddie, standout performance again. You know, you got to, he scored that trick. It's, it's one of the frustrating things. I don't think it's ever going to work for him um, at Arsenal. And I get what he's saying, but he's put in the shift. He's done really well, and, and um, it, it's nice. Pepe put in a shift last night. Didn't come off greatly in the first half, even though he scored a goal. Second half, the poor fellow who was marking him, I felt I felt for him. I thought he was going to throw up at one point. He was getting so dizzy. He was running around in circles. And the balls just going, just couldn't get anywhere near him. And I felt for him. But, you know, yeah, all around. It didn't work. The Balogun on, on, on the left necessarily played out of position, which I'm not a big fan of. I felt for him a bit. Maybe he should have had 20 at the back end. Up front would have been nicer for him. But, you know, we do what we do. Um, need a loan, though. Does need a loan spell, definitely. And um, in the middle, just a little shout-out for El Nenny. He, 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 he does what he says on the tin. He is a good Premiership player. I don't think he's necessarily a top Premiership player. I don't think he necessarily is the what we need, apart from for the last 10 minutes of the match, to see it out if we need to. Um but yeah, I, I thought again he had an half decent game. Yeah, and Dud into the semis and a, g- a good opportunity. Well, you, you'd say we probably had, if you can, the luck of the draw. We probably had the weakest side. You're, you're going to have three three good sides knocked out tonight. Tonight or top. Yeah, you, whichever way, you, there's not going to be a poor side left in there, Carl. Um, and it's just where, where does it it sit? And, and what do they do? Do they keep two legs or do they go one leg somewhere? Well, I have no idea what they'll do. Changing the rules, that would be fine. You could do that. They'll probably go on. Some teams have had... Game's cancelled, so we'll, we'll alleviate their fixture congestion for them. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's an opportunity. And I've always said, I've said to you, Madeline, probably my, my, my best ever final watching Arsenal was 93 when we won that thing against Sheffield Wednesday. I had such a good day that day. The fact we won obviously helps, but the the atmosphere at whatever it was called then, Carl, because I can't even remember what it was called then. 
Is it the Carling Cup then? Oh, I've no idea. What year? 93. Oh, it's just been the League Cup. I can't remember. It'd been the Milk Cup at some point and whatever else, but the atmosphere was always pretty good at the, those finals, Carl, because of the fact that you, you've got a decent amount of supporters from both teams as against the FA Cup final when they're giving tickets to anybody and everybody who's got nothing to do with either team. So, yeah, I mean, you'd rather win other things, but if that if that if that is the thing you win and it gets you into Europe, I'm I'm taking it. So a trophy's a trophy and it trophy's also stops Tottenham winning anything. And that would be even better. Right, Madeline, I'll let you have your, your moment here. You're not talking about Saka, you're not talking about Sheffield, right? You you've got another name that we might we might be hearing a bit more about I hope so I really really do I one to start with feel a bit sorry for Eddie Nketiah because the 91st minute has single-handedly managed a lot made a lot of people just sort of forget about his hat trick um Charlie Petito oh what a baller what a guy um I was sort of waiting for when he was actually finally going to get on the pitch and I kept saying to you, I think I can see him warming up. Um, but look, he's very much tipped to have a big future. Um, but you never know what might happen. That might be the only time he gets on the pitch in an Arsenal shirt. He could get injured in three days and never walk again. Let's hope not. But if you're given an opportunity, you've got to take it. And... He did exactly that. Um, it meant you could see how much it meant for him. He's called it the best day of his life. Um, another really exciting one. Um, we actually paid ten grand for him, so I hope he's good. Um, and I think to to be able to see another one come through the academy that you. And we've been told can play and have seen can play um, is really exciting. Another debut Arteta's given out to a youngster. Um, and hopefully, maybe this time next year, we'll see him properly start to break in. Um, a bit like Smith Rowe has. He played as a 10 um, for his sort of cameo last night. I've seen him mainly as an eight for the academy, so his diverse is not diversity. What's the word? Versatility. Versatility, that's the one. Um, could could be useful for us, and hopefully, he's got a big future. I've got big hopes. A lot of people have got big hopes, and the stadium all singing his name was quite nice. Um, hopefully, that meant a lot to him and. He can go home and tell all his friends at school what a great time he's had. And Madeline, um, he's born in October 2003, which makes him younger than you are. Does that yeah. make you feel old? Well, if I'm old, what the hell are you? We're, we've, I think because us three have I, already I, decided we're old. I think Sack is also younger than you. He is, yeah. 
So we, we've Martinelli? had it before. Martinelli? No, Martinelli is, I think he's February, so he's, he's a bit older than I am. A bit older. Um, no, actually, I'd already felt old because Jude Bellingham played for England at about 12. So um, I'd actually already felt old. Um, but it's just a shame because Jude Bellingham actually does look older than me, whereas Charlie Patino actually has somehow managed to look younger than me because he looks about nine years old. Um He's, I think he's he's got a bit of the Joe Roots about him, where he's never going to look older than about thirteen. No, he's not. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be one of them. Yeah, nah. but hopefully he's got a big future. So I think there's there's got to be a loan route there somewhere. I was I was literally going to going to say loan in January, yes or no? Yeah. Mm, no, I think you got to be really careful where you're loaning. Bye. Well, yeah, Spain, it, so, we, we said about his Deportivo with his dad's, his dad's team, weren't it? His, his dad's team. And, uh, but, um, what, and they're in League I mean, Two or whatever it's called. I, I don't think it's lower league English football or lower league Scottish no. football. No, no. I mean, we've got one out in Scotland who's doing very well. Um, there are other players that need to go out on loan. Um I want to leave the reserves too short. So, no. um, and it's, it's no good for anyone's um, um, future if uh, if they all go out on loan. So we have to be a bit careful, but we do need to send a number of players out on loan. Um, Especially with a m- massive clash in the Papa John's trophy as well. Indeed. Who have they got? Chelsea. Oh, that's it. Well, Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, okay. It's an under twenty ones match. They play, they play against their under twelve, under twenty threes on a regular basis, don't they? In the um, actually, we beat them to be not them fairly recently. In the under twenty ones or under twenty three, whatever it is, we lose to be six six past them or something like oh, that. No, there's so many different versions. There's the league. There's the Premier League Cup. No, this oh, is in the, in the there's league. so many we, different. We, we beat them away from home, even. And, you know, absolutely wipe the floor with them. But there, there are a number of players that need to go out on loan. There are a number of players we probably need to stay for another season. People like Norton Cuffey, uh, who seems to have done pretty well at the club. Um, the, the lad up front seems to have done, who we got from Fulham, has done very well. But Balogun is the first one, that, he's the first name that needs to go out on loan. Um, there's a couple of youngsters in midfield who are a bit older than um, Oli Inca, probably needs to leave. Uh, but the lad alongside him, whose name escapes me, Tim, I've forgotten his surname now, he probably needs to go out on loan as well. He's done a really, really good job for Arsenal, even though he probably won't make it at Arsenal. He's done a great job for Arsenal because he, he's allowed these players like Patino, Zalaradine, and, and players like that. He's allowed them to come through because he's been the, 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 the guy alongside them. So, um, yeah, probably needs to go out on loan for his own benefit. So you have to have a look at the others as, as, as well as Patino. And he is at the end of the day. He's still is he is he eighteen yet? Is he eighteen? Yeah, eighteen. Just turned eighteen. Just turned eighteen. As, as, as Madeline says, coming on nine. Because that's what he looks. Um, but you know, you've got, if there's an opportunity to go to a, a good team who are likely to play a good style of football, which means it's probably out of this country, um, then why not? Why not? Yeah, well, we've, we've got through about three games in about an hour, so 20 minutes each, absolutely perfect. Um, 
and I've got a question of the day for for our last episode before Christmas and we all know Christmas is about one thing other than the football and that's the darts so what I want to know is which Arsenal player do you think would be good on the hockey go on dad it's got to be Ramsdale isn't it got to be Ramsdale he looks like he could chuck the dart. I think he'd be up for the atmosphere. I think he'd oh, be wait, playing the crowd. What do you think he'd walk on to? There's a good question. Uh, you didn't ask me that. I'd have to go and think about that. Go on. I'll let you have a think about that one. Go, okay, we've got Ramsdale from Dad. I've no idea. I really can't even think of anyone. I, I uh, Ramsdale's a good shout. I mean, obviously, the Smith Rose Sacker, if they came out, there'd be a good team tune. We know what the team tune would be there, and that'd be good. We need to get a song for Ramsdale. Um, he deserves a song. He'd probably be singing it. Um, Right, I'll, I'll do my answer while you two think. Oh, Madeline, have you got one? I'm thinking, and it, once again, most of absolutely no logic whatsoever. I'm going for Ben White. Again. Mainly Great. because he looks like the type of bloke that's probably played darts. Um, and again, I think he'd like the crowds. Um, he's got the tats for it. And I don't know, I just think for some reason I think he'd be good at darts. He's quite, he strikes me as, he's quite, what's the word? Not gentle, but I, I don't, I don't know, but I just think Ben White would be good at darts. I'd like, okay. I'd like, can I see who I'd like to see? It'd be Nicholas Pepe, because he'd go, one, left-handed, obviously, he'd be left-handed. One, five, 60. One, five, 60. He's consist- he'd be consistently inconsistent yeah. on the dartboard just to mirror his football career. I-, I reckon he'd take it in his right hand, swap it over to his left, <laughs> back back on the right, and then throw it yeah. with the left. Yeah, then throw it through the scorer's legs <laughs> under the dartboard. Th- Thomas Party would miss the dartboard altogether. <laughs> he'd, he'd kill. He'd, he'd smash the big screen. Um, mine is, I uh, just see him as a darts player, his granite jacker. He just looks like a darts player. He's got a few tats on his arm. He's got the haircut for it. I can see him wearing a sort of red red and white swish sort of t-shirt and coming out to a bit of eastern european rock music something like that mm. though saying that uh, did bakayo saka not win the england dark competition at the euros oh uh, madeline we're not doing this based on any logic whatsoever hey, i not, think he did no we don't oh. that's not how it works we can't have who is actually good at so who you think would be good I think Ramsdale would come out to something by the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I could see that. I'd, yeah. I'd, 
I'd have to get behind him then. He's running on the stage. You look good on. Get on the stage. So we have Ramsdale, Xhaka, Ben White, and who was your one, Carl? I'm Pepe. Sticking with the. He'll win some, but he'll lose some. (laughs) Don't know what he's coming out to, though. I reckon a bit of bit of Ed Sheeran for Ben White, Madeline. I was more thinking Alba, but you know. What? Dancing Queen, wrong play, sure. Something like that. <laughs> but that is going to wrap it up for us. We've got a game. We'll have games against Norwich and Wolves by the time we next meet um, and we will know who we're playing in a semi-final um, that just leaves me to say thank you for joining me you three, have a lovely Christmas all of you and you uh, thank you very much for listening and to all of the listeners as well, have a good Christmas and we shall be back after Christmas, hopefully not having drunk too much we shall be back Next week, goodbye.